0: It's just a 30-minute slice of comedy. Minisode? Just a little sample of what they usually bring you every week. Minisode? It's just Nathan and Brendan with a little bit of bull. Shut your mouth! I'm just talking about bulldoogie.
1: Then I can dig it. Minisode?
0: Hey! Hey! Happy Black
1: History Month, everyone. Oh, let's try to keep this... (laughs) Unpolitical or apolitical.
0: Uh, I, I, I like Shaft.
1: Yeah, I do too. I'm okay. actually kind of intrigued by the uh, the new one coming out. Ooh,
0: Generations. Yeah. Um, you're Nathan, right? Yes, I am Nathan. Okay, and I'm Brendan. Mm-hmm. And this is a what were they thinking mini episode?
1: Yes. Episode da, you might and, say. And uh, we're going to further our discussion that we had last week about you know how just. I mean, really no. understand the brilliance of Tyler no. Perry and comprehend how he's so much higher above than other filmmakers. That no, it really—it's—it's it's just we infall- really are.
0: What we're not doing that. What. No, I
1: got a whole we're, format and everything written out here. We're gonna, we're gonna drop I talk that about format. Medea's family reunion. Medea goes to jail. Medea's witness relocation. Medea's funeral, family funeral that's coming out. Medea's funeral. I'll no, watch family that. funeral. Oh. I, I think it's gonna be like death of a funeral, but you know, Medea. Uh. So, nope, we're not doing any of that. Uh. <laughs> gonna go ahead and. No, I just now. can't just cancel all that. Just can't cancel that out. I spent a week on that. I don't know why. I was going to talk about Alex Cross. You know, okay. Even just when he's an actor, that he's still brilliant. <laughs> you. Like he was in Star Trek and everything. You
0: know that Alex Cross is terrible.
1: <laughs> Lee Entertaining, yes. Is this a bit. I don't know what you're talking about. Alex Cross is one of those boring movies I've seen in a long time. I, I again, I, I, is, every second Tyler Perry was on screen, I was like, "This is, this is what we've been working towards as, uh, as a society."
0: I can't believe you're carrying this fucking thing over another week. What thing? Oh, Nathan. Yeah, it's Brandon. Well,
1: since you want to scrap my. Tyler Perry format. What shall we discuss?
0: So the new Shaft movie you were saying. Yeah. Okay.
1: Talking about that?
0: I can dig it. Okay. It's got Sam Jackson and Richard Roundtree in it. Ooh, and the new guy. Very good. Sam Jackson Jr.? No. No no relation. Just a new guy? Is he like a famous dude? I don't think so, right? I don't believe so, no. So that's cool. It'd be cool if it was like Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Or Chadwick Boseman would be
1: kind of cool. Given what I I saw him do in "Message from the King," yeah, I think he could he could uh, he could be a real cool guy just dealing out the street justice. I
0: mean, motherfucking Black Panther. Yes. Or maybe like um, Rick Moranis. <laughs> Or Michael Sarah.
1: Or Michael Douglas. (laughs) I only say that because of Donald Glover's bit on Michael Sarah as Shaft, is the only time I would be lining up to pay money for a Michael Sarah movie. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you have this weird hatred of Michael
0: Sarah. I don't think it's weird at all. It's a little weird. Nope, he's terrible. Okay.
1: Wait, you don't even like him in This Is the End? Uh okay, I I might give a pass on that simply because he's playing an over the top version of himself. Yeah, you, you know, in a movie where he acts. What I, were I they was, thinking?
0: Oh, sorry. You know, I just heard in a movie where I got got thrown off. Right,
1: I get it. <laughs> I get where you're coming from. But it's it again. It's a, it's a movie where he acts, and every other movie he just refuses to. So not even like uh, Scott Pilgrim. Oh no, no! You don't like that movie? I just I it no the movie's fine. I don't like him. I every time I see him, he's the same goddamn character. How do you feel? it? hold on, I'm <laughs> gonna sneeze. Damn it! <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe you sneezed.
0: Oh, god oh, goddamn it, Vince McMahon! how did you get in here? I heard someone was gonna sneeze, and I said, if you sneeze, yeah. Fire. Barbara Streisand's here too.
1: I'm going where there's lots of farmers in here. Oh,
0: thank God Bradley Cooper came to save the day.
1: Hi, I'm Bradley Cooper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's that's pretty spot on. <laughs> Oh, he said it like that's uh, reminded me of like Wayne's World, the Delaware bit. <laughs>
1: yeah, hey. We're in Delaware. Delaware. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, my to God. answer your question earlier, Jesse Usher is the guy who's playing Shaft the Third. Okay, and he was in the Independence Day sequel. Oh God. Um.
0: Not that that's like, I'm sorry, that's an oh god, as in like, not that that's like the most horrible thing ever created, but it's pretty goddamn boring. (laughs) Have you seen it yet? No. Oh. It's just like, I hate, okay, one of the movies one of my least favorite things they do in a sequel mm-hmm. is when the star doesn't come back, like, which is like, whatever. That's not, it's out of your control sometimes. Right. So Will Smith didn't want to come back. I, I understand that completely. He doesn't need to do it, right. but they do a thing where they're just like, do you know how they explain away his character? No. They say he died during a flight simulation.
1: <laughs> so not only did he die, he died. Died being a putz.
0: Right. <laughs> like I think the only person that comes back is well, Jeff Goldblum comes back. I think. Yeah, he's back. Jeff Goldblum's back, and like that other, like, older doctor is back, that older scientist dude. And Are we um, Fire scene? No. <laughs> no, there's someone else. I forget who it is. It's such a minor character. And uh, uh Jud- Judd Hirsch? Oh, maybe it's just... Yeah, 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 that's who it is. Okay. And Bill Pullman. Right. Who, uh... He's also there.
1: I gotta say, from you telling me that, that is some straight-up WWE burying they did for that character.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like the producers were like, well, fuck you, Will Smith, your character died a pussy.
1: (laughs) And Will Smith's like, that's fine, I'm gonna go live with my millions and millions of dollars.
0: Yeah, they basically did, like, the whole, like, uh, they gave the CM Punk treatment where they're like, you know what, Brock Lesnar's gonna hold the belt for longer than you, and, C- and CM Punk's like, cool, uh, I don't care.
1: Yeah. it's um, <laughs> I really, really, really don't give a fuck. It's all staged and choreographed, so yeah. let, him, let him hold on to that belt as long as he wants. I kind of think <laughs> that's... a goddamn
0: thing. <laughs> not to go too deep into wrestling, because, I mean, we never do. Never. But um, I kind of do find that funny where they do things to, like, kind of, like... St- like, they, they take away all CM Punk's records, right? Like, yeah. the belt thing, to have Brock Lesnar hold it longer. Even his wife's. Yeah, his wife's record. And, like, what do they think? Do they really think that either of them give a shit?
1: Again, but that's the that's the old-school Vince McMahon mentality. Yeah. Right? He thinks by doing that, it's gonna, you know, it's it, it's gonna lessen... CM Punk's, I guess, legacy, for lack of a better term.
0: Which, you know, like, I only like people who have record-holding record, record holding, uh, title belt reigns. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Jake the Snake was a hack. What, what, what title did he ever win? But And that's the thing. Back
1: in, you know, the 60s, 70s, and 80s, and everything like that, that mattered to people who were fans of wrestling. Because, mm. you know, either kayfabe was... Fully in effect, or it was one of those things where people are whispering about it being, you know, all a staged contest. Now, because everything's peeled back for everybody, and everybody knows that, you know, a title is just essentially, you know, you saying that this person's the top of this division and the face for this portion of our show, but not necessarily someone who actually beat in a legitimate contest anybody else, the titles don't mean as much to fans. It's cool to see a guy get a nod uh, of respect to say that, you know, here's the title. This is in recognition for all the hard work you've done. Mm. I get that. But by getting that title and them saying that you've already given them their legacy, whether their title run is five years long or a month and a half. Or in the case of Zack Ryder one night.
0: <laughs>
1: Unfortunately. Yeah. Um
0: but yeah, I know it's it's just it is a weird mentality to still have like, ha ha sticking it to ya.
1: it's you know, it that's how he came up, that's how he ran his business and still does, apparently. So he's gonna stick with what he knows. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not not to say that uh there hasn't been any sort of progressive thought from Vince McMahon and how that company is run and everything like that, but there's still some old guard-type stuff that is going to stick around as long as he's sticking around.
0: Yeah. How did we get to that?
1: Irma <laughs> uh, Garrett and Eric
0: Oh, the Will Smith and Independence Day 2 thing. Right. Yeah. So anyway, Independence Day, resurgence, not recommended. <laughs>
1: Starring the guy who is Shaft the Third,
0: yeah, and Jeff Goldblum.
1: Right, that's how we got there. Okay,
0: and so Nathan, you saw a movie recently? I did, and it was called The Prodigy, and it was
1: good. It was good to a point. Okay, I've I'd seen the ads for the movie uh, for the last few weeks. And it made out to be like, you know, this killer kid movie. it's there's a twist to it., um, and it's you know, unnerving. And I'll say this, the lead up to the final act and more specifically the climax of the film was good, really good. um, in my opinion anyways, like the the dread that I got. From the kid and uh, the mom, who played by uh, Taylor Schilling, is that her that name? That sounds right. Yeah. One from Orange Is the New Black. She's an actress. Yes, and she's <laughs> the mom. And uh, Colin Fiore is in it. It's it's fun. It's it's good. I took Patty to see it. Uh, we had to drive to Fredericton to see it because it was not showing here uh, in Saint John, and. Uh, Patty's like, well, you know, what do you want to do Saturday? Because uh, my mother-in-law took the, took the girls um, because my birthday's next week. Or last week, whenever this comes out. Last week.
0: Happy Two early weeks slash belated
1: birthday. <laughs> right. So she's like, what do you want to do? And I said, well, I wouldn't mind maybe, you know, doing a day trip up to, uh, to Fredericton or Moncton. Or maybe going to see a movie. And uh, she's like, okay. So I start looking at the movies at the theater here. And I'm like, oh, that movie, The Prodigy, that I wanted to see, that's not playing here. That's kind of odd. I wonder oh, I wonder if it's playing elsewhere. So I start flipping through and, of course, um, I checked in Fredericton and it was there. So I was like, okay, well, we'll go to Fredericton and see it and i got to have poutine at smokes poutineery so that was enjoyable and like i said the lead up to everything in the movie was enjoyable but the payoff was was not i was really let down by the ending and i don't i don't want to give away too much of anything but it's the same kind of the same issue i had with heredity uh or sorry hereditary uh where i like a comeuppance and i don't feel that they delivered on that in this movie
0: yeah i don't know it's kind of a cliche now because i remember when it used to be kind of cool it was like oh a horror movie that ends with the main character is not succeeding in the end. That's kind of a uh, risque thing to do, and now it's in every fucking horror movie. Yeah, and I'm tired of it. I know I, I am too. <laughs> Especially when it's like it's like I don't know. I think I was okay with it in Hereditary because I think I liked it more, a little bit more than you did. But yeah. I, I know you, I know you liked it, but you had issues with it. Um, but I think I was more okay with it in that movie. But it's movies like The Strangers prey at night. Yeah. When I'm like, you could just end this... Did you see it? I
1: don't know. No, I haven't it? seen it because, uh, honestly, I didn't see what everybody saw in the first one. Oh, see, I kind of liked the first one, but I, I hadn't I seen it. Well, that's the way I would describe it. I kind of liked it, too. Yeah. But it wasn't... For some reason, when this when the sequel was coming out, everyone everything I read about it was like, this is the movie people were clamoring. I was like, who the fuck was clamoring for this movie? (laughs) I feel they said everything they needed to say with that first one. And I mean, if you want to see, um, if you want
0: to see a good version of that movie, there's actually like, I think there's like a, there's a, I saw it for like one of the, um, one year when I did the 31 days of horror for Halloween, Mm. (laughs) There was a movie I saw. I forget what it was called, but it's like a French movie or something, and it was the same idea kind of as the Strangers, but there's a twist in it, and the twist is really good and unexpected. Um, it wasn't and it's high only
1: tension, was it?
0: No, it wasn't high tension. I really like high tension, though. Yeah. Um, but it's an hour and ten minutes. It's very short, but yeah, I wish I could remember what it was called. But that was like a like a much better version of that, which isn't surprising because like. I mean, I don't want to sound like, you know, put on my monocle and my fucking beret, (laughs) but a lot of times when Americans try to do remakes of international movies, the international movies usually turn out better. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's some exceptions, like The Ring was pretty good, and like, I mean, I can't think of too many others, but... But the, uh, Let the Right One In and Let Me In. They were both, I think they were equally good. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that I enjoy The Departed better than the, uh, original, uh, I think it's like a, I don't remember if it's like Infernal
1: a, Affairs. Infernal
0: Affairs. Yeah. yeah, it's a Hong Kong movie, right? Yes, Yeah. I enjoy Infernal Affairs, but I, I like The Departed quite a bit more. But there, there's very few. There's very few examples like that for me. Hmm. Um, so I think, like, yeah. I don't know. The Strangers, yeah, it was weird. It was like, I watched it and I was like, well, that was fine, but, I mean, I'm not like... God, I need to watch
1: this a million times. I need to see more times. of that, exactly.
0: Yeah, and, and and well, so yeah. So the thing with the strangers pray at night is like, oh, okay. Like the the way. I mean, do you want me to just spoil it? Go right ahead. Okay, spoiler alert. If anyone hasn't seen the strangers pray at night, do yourself a favor. You don't need to watch it. It's not that great. But <laughs> <laughs> basically, what happens is like the the killers. Surprisingly, I didn't. I it actually caught me off guard with this, but yeah. she. One of the girls, the survivors, actually ends up killing all of the, the bad guys. Okay. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't expect that. I thought they'd leave it open for a se- another sequel, right? Mm-hmm. So she kills them all off, and she goes to the hospital. And then all of a sudden, the door opens, and there's someone standing there. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? That doesn't even make sense. Because you just fucking killed off all the villains. Yeah. And now there's someone else just there? So they're like... Or are they like a murder cult? Like I have no idea. I, I I don't know. Like there, but you can't just like say, "Oh, uh, NVM." There's another character <sighs> at the ver- at the like minute eighty seven of eighty eight. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, that well, drives me nuts.
1: And I think what bugs me the most about the movie where or movies where there's no comeuppance is when there is straightforward. None whatsoever. Like Mother Superior? Straightforward none? Right. Just straight up none. Um <laughs> when you when you go through the whole movie and you're expecting some sort of some sort of payoff for someone fighting the good fight and there's n- there isn't any at all. That's that's bothersome to me. Because it's to me it's it I was like, then why did I watch all that? Well, it's like you're just watching
0: someone get tortured and then killed, and then it's the end of the movie. Yeah, it's like
1: what? I don't, I don't mind when there's a, you know, there's a comeuppance, and then at the end they do the sequel tease.
0: I don't mind the sequel tease, but I don't like when the sequel tease is like, oh, the main character just got killed. Yeah, after they went through all that.
1: Right. Like yeah. when you, when you see Freddy's eyes open. Okay, that's a sequel. Yeah, but there was still a. There was still there was still a payoff for you know the final girl.
0: You still got to see someone murder Freddy Krueger. Yes, he but whether was he comes put, back or put, not.
1: Right. Yeah. So there he was. There was put a stop to, and mm. that it doesn't happen, and I, it, that's the endings. Those are the endings that bother me. It's because then. Everything, I, I just wasted an hour and a half to two hours for for nothing, for no, no payoff. Fuck, man, even in Hostel, there's a payoff. Yeah. And Hostel Part 2. Yes. Like, and these are, like, known as torture porn movies. That's it. They They have to go through this stuff in order to come out the other end alive and having, you know, conquered evil for the lack of a better term. Mm. And then when you get movies where none of that happens, you're just like, what was the fucking point? Like, The Human Centipede.
0: Yeah. Right? That's a a huge example. Yeah.
1: Because literally,
0: like, we go from... Yeah, it just ends and it's like, it's just as terrible as how it started. Yeah. I mean, the movie
1: too. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) But I get why it may have seemed... Like groundbreaking when it was first done when they it was they first started doing it I guess as as a a thing in in cinema.
0: Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, it was it's it because, was kind of cool at first.
1: Yeah, because you're like, oh, well, that's it's interesting. I didn't expect them to end like that. No, that's kind of wow, huh? Hmm, but look at that. Hmm. after a while, you're like. I'm not getting anything out of these movies because there's no payoff for any of them. Yeah. And I, I feel the same way sometimes when I'm like if I'm listening to um I don't know, like radio play broadcasts or podcasts rather, uh, where they uh they're like the No Sleep podcast. I don't know if you listen to that or not. Uh, a little bit, yeah. But they've they're, it's a really good podcast and it's you know, it's collected stories um when they have ones that that just end and I'm like, "Well, what the f- what the fuck happened next?" Yeah. You know, I I appreciate that you think that that is the culmination, but there needs to be more to this story. This is why I'm
0: not super into uh horror TV shows mm-hmm. unless they are like self-contained unless they're like sort of like American horror
1: story uh, style one seasons one story yeah
0: yeah and as long as the ending is like solid I'm like okay cool I can like deal with being kind of on the edge of a cliff at every ep- at the end of every episode or every second episode or whatever yeah but like yeah like it it's just it's exhausting it feels like you've gone through all that stress and then you're just kind of like let down-hmm yep I'm on board with that for for the most part I, occasionally occasionally. It works, but most of the time, I'm just like, oh, cool, another bleak fucking horror movie ending. Yeah, and I, I'll, I have no problem watching like bleak movies, like just like movies. I have to be in the right mood, obviously, but I'll watch a bleak movie, no problem. But like it,
1: just like horror movies, I don't know. Well, anyway. I don't like that's it. I don't mind, like you said, a bleak movie. It if it if it's not a horror movie, it's just you know. Someone's kind of miserable. Yeah. They're, you know, the movie is just a slice of their life that you're witnessing. I can I can deal with that. Yeah. But if I'm watching a horror movie, there's clearly defined good guy, big baddie. The big baddie has to, there has to be some sort of punishment or... Uh, you know, retribution for all the terrible things that the big baddie does through the entire movie has to come at the end. And if it doesn't, I feel let down. And I can already hear people say, oh, Yeah, it has to. You're just saying that because that's that's the way people want you to feel. That's the way they want you to think. No, that's the way I think. That's the way I feel. If If I'm watching people go through hell... I want them to come out on the... Someone to come out on the other side, having gotten through it. Not yeah. being, oh, well, this was an exercise in futility, and now I'm dead.
0: Yeah, and it's just like not... And also, like, not every fucking movie needs to end with a fucking sequel tease. Right. Like, what? just wrap up your story. Yeah. You it, it almost feels lazy, like they didn't know how to end it, so they're just like, oh, maybe he's not dead. Yeah. What?
1: I, yeah. I, if we could, it, it's like a, what is it, Bra- brain scan. brain, at the end, with the dog still there yeah. with the foot and everything? Made no sense whatsoever. No, no, sense whatsoever. And that was just straight up done uh, as a sequel tease and yeah. to make you go, wait a minute, was this real or wasn't it real? And it, it which, yeah, we, well, we got into that a lot because that
0: made no sense at all.
1: Yeah. Or at the end of uh, Freddy vs. Jason, when Jason's walking out of the water holding Freddy's head, and then Freddy's looks okay. Sequel, but I mean, those movies are known for that. Mm. Yeah, and I
0: there's... mean, in that in that movie, that was that was also like a studio thing. I don't think they could have one emerge the true winner. You know what I mean?
1: I honestly, I I don't. I wish that they could have done that. And I was really surprised that they didn't go with Freddy as a straightforward winner, because you know it's New Line Cinema, and it is—I mean, in all honesty, it's the house that Freddy built. I mean, I every time I would see the New Line Cinemas logo, I would immediately think of Nightmare on Elm Street.
0: But I think the reason they couldn't is because it was a deal with—oh uh, no, it was
1: yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And I guess the only the only real way you can get a, away with with that is by having Jason be a sympathetic character that has to fight Freddy, so it's okay when he comes out on top.
0: Yeah, yeah. Horror movies, am I right? Yeah, you are, especially <laughs> nowadays. Uh, well, I mean, um, I'm curious to see how. Uh, what's that movie coming up? The Curse of La Llorona or whatever. I'm curious to see
1: how that turns out. Yeah, I saw the ad for that when I went to see uh, The Prodigy. And I'm actually really intrigued by it because it looks like a pretty pretty fun ghost story. I really don't like the
0: marketing though because they, on the poster it says, From the producers who brought you the Conjuring universe and the way it's written... It just looks like it's trying to say that it's a mo- it's a conjuring movie, and I could, I there are so many people uh, while I'm working at the theater. There are so many people co- going up and being like, "Oh, a new conjuring movie!" And I actually make the make the time to go to the make. No, actually, it's not. Just so
1: you're, you're not let down. <laughs> it's just a James Wan movie.
0: <laughs> it's is it James Wan? I think so. Yeah. Oh well, I mean that's good. I guess he's producer. Oh, okay.
1: Just That's why they so. can say it from the people who brought you the Conjuring universe. So so we don't know who's actually directing it. I not off the top of my head no. Steven Spielberg, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, he works with Blumhouse. Yeah. <laughs> is, <laughs> it Blue, is it a is it a Blumhouse movie? I I don't know. I just kind of assumed it was, but
0: uh let's see. How many Blumhouse movies have I liked? I liked Happy Death Day. Yeah, and I really enjoyed the Halloween, the new Halloween. Yeah, uh, that's probably it. <laughs> Truth or Dare was pretty awful.
1: Oh, that was fucking
0: terrible. That was devastatingly bad. What was the other one they they did like not that long ago? I don't know. I'm looking anyway. this up
1: now. I know they did one with Topher Grace. That one I saw on Netflix. Topher Grace is in a God movie coming out. Is he now? Yeah. It's called Breakthrough. Okay. Blumhouse is known for Insidious, Split, The Purge, Happy Death Day, uh, The Sinister Movies, Paranormal Activity, and The Gift. Ooh, The Gift is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Have you not seen the gift? I think I have seen that one. That's one with uh, Jason Bateman in it. Yeah, yeah, it's he's really that's a really fucking creepy movie.
0: <laughs> it is a really yeah, that's a that's a great one, and that's one. Okay, there you go. There's a good example. Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen the gift, people, but that's a good example of a movie that ends with a little bit of comeuppance, but a little bit of like unpredictability at the same time, and I'm perfectly okay with that ending. Yeah. Uh Ouija Origin of Evil was the good Ouija. Yes. They sp- they produced Get Out, that makes sense. That's crazy. That's easily their best movie. Then <laughs> yes, which has nothing to do with them. I'm sorry to say that's Jordan Peele's baby all
1: the way. It's unfortunate though they were involved with uh, Unfriended and The Gallows.
0: <laughs> I like Unfriended. Ugh. I don't. I, uh The Gallows. What the fuck is The Gallows?
1: That's like a found footage uh type movie where the kids are putting on like a high school production about I don't know some town story where somebody was hung and it intertwine inter, sorry intertwines with uh, a ghost story about a production for the same play that was done years and years ago where uh, someone was someone was killed and i think one of them was like the i want to say the drama teacher but it was it's it's just awful. It's not very good at all.
0: Weirdest thing I just read from Bloomhouse. Okay, I, 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 we're not gonna just going to read off Bloomhouse's Wikipedia page. All episode, folks, don't worry. <laughs> but the last thing I just want to mention here, because I just read this uh, in 2014, Bloomhouse produced Paranormal Activity, The Marked Ones, sure, The Purge, Anarchy, Okay, Jezebel, Ouija, and Whiplash. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> not a horror movie Nope But they're not all Horror movies either That's true Most of them tend to be though Yes Uh Also a Strong recommend for Whiplash If anyone out there Hasn't seen it Um Anyway So Bloomhouse's Wikipedia page aside we... <laughs> Nathan We should reveal Do our big reveal Of our next Uh Film Yes
1: <laughs> This is gonna be a, I'm not gonna lie This is gonna be Quite the palate cleanser For me anyway <laughs> I... What you're talking about. I wish Patty had picked another Medea movie at this point oh, now.
0: I could not do two of those in a row. <laughs> Good God.
1: Uh, but if you remember, my hint uh, last week was yippee ki modem fixer. So let's listen to the trailer. Press the button, Frank! Thanks, Max. I'm doing America a favor. Is the country
0: willing to pay for it?
1: FAA okay, just issued a critical alert. The entire network went down. The transportation system's crashing and they just hit the entire financial sector. You have no idea who you're dealing with. I'll take it from here.
0: with a car. How's was out of bullets.
1: Russo, check in.
0: Hold on a minute. Looks like he's coming around. You see that? Yes, I did it. Hang on. Mr. McLean, I need you to behave. Daddy. What are you going to do? I'm going to kill this guy and get my daughter. I'll go get my daughter and kill this guy. or kill all of them. Did you want to say something?
1: Why'd you bring a cop into my command center? (laughs) Command center. It's a basement. Who is this
0: man? Well, there you have it. You better live free. or Die Hard
1: or Die Hard 4.0, whichever.
0: Yeah. I yeah, when I when I looked for it, it was called Die Hard 4 and I was like, "I, I what? I don't remember it being called Die Hard 4." <laughs>
1: it was well, okay. When it was originally being released, it was going to be called Die Hard 4.0 to go along oh, with the whole okay. motif that they're using with computers and everything. And then at one point, I don't know when, it got switched to Live Free or Die Hard, which is the motto for live free or die was, is the state motto for like New Hampshire. Does it take place in New Hampshire? No. What? No. Okay. We'll get into that. Cause I want to, I have questions about that already. All right. Well, it <laughs> looks like we've got, you've got a lead in for the, uh, a little bit of trivia. That's uh, going to lead into the next episode for live free or die hard. Yes, thank you, uh, commercial pitchman. No problem. Glad I could be here. Hey, is Montrose there? No, he's not. He doesn't do the mini-episodes, but I'm more than glad to read the copy that he's provided us with. Okay, go right ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, do check out Montrose Monkington Third. Uh, you can see him on YouTube, Montrose Monkington TV. You can follow him on Facebook, Montrose the Third Esquire, and Friends. Finally, you can follow him on Twitter at Montrose the Third. That's the number three, R D. Thank you. More later. And of course, like
0: our podcast, you can find us on all the podcatchers. We're on Podbean at www.ttpodcast.podbean.com. We're on Stitcher, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that stuff. If you have a podcatcher app? We're definitely there. And if we're not, let us know, and we'll be there. Uh you can also find us on Redbubble at Redbubble Redbubble.com slash people slash WWTT podcast. Uh Patreon.com slash WWTT podcast. We do have a Patreon page. You can check that out. Lots of stuff you can sign up for. And uh, you know, you help us, we help you. That's how it do. You like that?
1: Yeah, very very good. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Um and we're on Facebook, of course. Just search for us on Facebook. What were they thinking? and on Twitter and Instagram at WWTT Podcast. Also, I sometimes forget to plug this, and I definitely forgot to plug this last week, but I also have another podcast called For Screen and Country that is about the top 100 British films of all time on the... uh, (laughs) Wow, I bungled that. On the BFI (laughs) Top 100. That's the British Film Institute's Top 100 British films of all time on For Screen and Country, which you can also find on Podbean iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you. Uh, more later. More later. <laughs> <laughs> and when I said thank you, my, my mind just it naturally went to that. It works. Yeah. Copyright. Thank God he's not around. You hear me? Hear me do that. You're not
1: going to tell him, are you? No, I won't say a word. Oh. <laughs> okay,
0: Although thanks. the commercial pitch guy might. No, commercial pitch man. Wait, wait. Hold on. Why is Robin Sick behind you?
1: Well, Brandon, I think you should uh, pay the commercial pitch man. Oh wait, that's Alan Thick. For, for,
0: for President Bill Clinton.
1: Uh, I really do love this episode. It was uh the last episode was actually better though. Uh if I could talk about Tyler Perry's Okay, can somebody genius. get Clinton out of here. Get Clinton uh, out of here. I'm saying I love Tyler Perry's. Okay, come on, let's go. Let's go. Hey, I'm easy there, pal. I'm a Take full your
0: saxophone and get out. I'm glad Borshie's on my side.
1: Well, he is the uh, he is the ostracized one in the family, from what I've been told.
0: Well, we don't want to get
1: into it too much. No.
0: E- with an earshot. What was that? Nothing. Nothing, Borsty, Nothing. Okay, I thought I heard the insult. No. 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 We're good. We're good. We're good. What else do I have to say? Oh, yeah. So, I guess that's, we come to the end. Yeah. We've announced what's next. Mm-hmm. We did it, Nathan. We made it through another mini-episode.
1: you got any questions?
0: <laughs> I may have a few. Oh, do you? I do. Oh, please. Nathan.
1: Mm-hmm. Live free or die hard. Yeah. That's a good movie. In my opinion, yes. But I've often heard people talk about it in very disparaging ways. 86% audience.
0: Right? 82% critics. I know. This, this is a good movie.
1: Apparently. What are we thinking? I don't know. We're happy to have you with us this
0: evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. Listen to me. Please
1: listen, if you don't, if you won't, if you fail to understand, then the same incredible terror that's menacing me will strike at you!
0: first.
1: Hi, I'm Jay bats And I'm Michael. And we're the hosts of a very thought-provoking show called The What If Podcast. On it, we'll explore the big and little what-ifs of life and steer our listeners toward a better understanding of the real or hypothetical situations we might find ourselves in or not. On our journey, we'll learn interesting facts and fictions about the everyday world. And sometimes, most of the times, we'll dive headlong into rabbit holes that slide up against the subject and sharply turn away from it. Come along with us. We'll have fun and learn something new together. New episodes release every other Tuesday. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, and anywhere fine podcasts are archived.